0: believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah the Son of God
1: bless the Lord good evening to you and welcome to for Zion's sake we thank you for joining us we're the Volks my name is Shelley and my name is June hi everyone it's good to be with you as we continue a theme that was started yesterday and actually we are talking about a portion of the book of Ephesians, specifically the latter part of chapter 3. And we just mentioned that this book was written by Paul in the year 61, when he was actually a prisoner in Rome, which is amazing because this epistle is such an encouragement to all believers then as well as today, because God is talking about the fullness that God has provided for all of us. He speaks of the riches of God's grace in chapter 1 the unfathomable riches of Christ in chapter 3, and also the riches of his glory in chapter 3. And in verse 19 of chapter 3, he calls the believer to be filled up to all the fullness of God. And we said yesterday, and I, am, I encourage you to read the book of Ephesians. The first three chapter chapters emphasize, emphasizes doctrine and theology, and the last three speaks about how believers should be living and that is practical living. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to chapter 3 in the book of Ephesians. I'd like to read from verses 14 to 21 and realize that 20 and 21 closes with a doxology, which is a praise to the Lord for what he has just said. All right, chapter 3, verse 14. I'm reading from the New American. For this reason... I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name that he would grant you this is what God is granting every believer that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and that you being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Verse 20, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, I want to repeat that. Listen to the language used to try to explain what God has done and is doing and will continue to do. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Junie, do you have your uh, Amplified? Let's read uh, verse 19. Chapter 3, verse 19. This is our
2: part to receive the fullness of all God
1: has given us. Yes. That you may really come to know, practically... Through experience for yourselves, it's so important that you may really come to know practically, through experience for yourselves, the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge. Isn't that incredible? God's, God has granted to us to know the love of God, and yet he says it surpasses mere knowledge. It's not mere knowledge, it's the reality of God's love in you, without ex- mere knowledge without experience that you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God, that is, may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself.
2: And that's calling the body, all believers together to experience this. And it reminds me of one quick testimony, Shelley, of a time when I was troubled for over 30 years over a situation that I was sharing with the people I was troubled about and their pastor, that I would be corrected by the pastor if he saw something wrong in me. And after sharing for whatever I shared, this pastor said, let me ask you, June, what if, This continues on, and nothing changes. What will you do? And I said, I really don't care. I really believe that I was obedient to the Lord to share with you and share with these people what they put Shelley and I through. And the next day, as I was getting dressed to go to the meeting with you again, The Lord said to me, but June, I care. Mm -hmm. And it caused me to weep, Shelly, because I saw my selfishness. I saw that I wasn't letting go to really forgive and really love, really have his compassion. And I really believe that's what verse 19 is exhorting us in to really walk in the Lord, Thank you, Lord to receive his love, his yes. forgiveness, his compassion, and be that
1: Amen. to Amen. all around us, That's right. be his witnesses. So verses 14 to 19 are showing us what we should do, and it's summarized in verse 20. But if I could summarize the verses up to 19, this is what God has granted us through the riches of his glory. We are strengthened with might through the Holy Spirit in the inner man. Secondly, that Jesus may dwell in our hearts through faith. Thirdly, we are rooted and grounded in love. Number four, to know the love of Jesus which surpasses knowledge. That that gets me every time I read it. To know the love of Jesus which surpasses knowledge. It's not just knowledge. It's the actual, as, as we saw a minute ago, This is experiencing the love of Jesus. And finally, and to be filled with the fullness of God. And all of this is granted to us through the riches of his glory. Other verses that show this is to be true. Philippians 4.19 My God shall supply all your need according to the riches in glory by Christ Jesus. How do we measure God's riches? They're they're unlimited. Ephesians 1.7 In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians 2.7 In the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. And 1 Timothy 1.14 The grace of our Lord Jesus was more than abundant with the faith and love which are found in Christ Jesus. All right, continuing on, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, Paul quotes from Isaiah 64, and I think I said this yesterday, this summarizes everything, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. This is just the beginning, my brothers and sisters, God has more, and he's going to build up on what he has done already. God is able to do above all, abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Sometimes I find myself saying, when somebody says, How do you describe God? And I've said it on numerous occasions, and I sing it more now God is beyond, beyond. There's, what can you say? There's always more when you love and study the Word of God. God is beyond. He is so much greater than we can imagine. And it's all according to the power that works in us. Have you ever thought of what that power is? What's the power that works in us? 2 Corinthians 3.5 Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God. Amen. What a statement. We can't take credit for our salvation. It's all Jesus. All we have to do is be receptive and yield our lives to him. Let me read that again. Second Corinthians three: five Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, our sufficiency is from God. I want to read from Second Corinthians chapter two, verses fourteen and sixteen. Second Corinthians chapter two, verse 14 to sixteen. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and, and, and through, uh, through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To the one we are the aroma of death leading to death and to the other the aroma of life leading to life. And who is sufficient for these things? We are not sufficient. I remember Paul said, who is sufficient for these things? Who is sufficient to be a Christian? On your own, you cannot be. Everything must come down from above.
2: And to really see, Shelley, what you just read, how deep it is to be rooted and grounded in love. That is the sufficiency that God gives us because he led the way, Shelley, when he was on the cross and our people were crying, crucify him, crucify him. He cried out and said, forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. Right. And that sufficiency, he enables us to experience that love when we are are being mistreated according to... Uh, mm. If somebody is perishing, they're going not going to appreciate the ways of God. We'll be a fragrance of death to them. Right. And that we need to see that we need to choose God's love. We might not feel it, but we choose to love. We not might not feel like forgiving someone... But we choose to forgive because he went before us and forgave us of all our sins and all our ways. And to understand the love of God, because Jesus said, I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star Mm -hmm. that Uh we can be rooted in the Messiah In his love.
1: We bless your holy name, Lord, Lord, for what you've granted us. Yes, Lord. And I pray every listener will join us tomorrow as we continue with this glorious presentation of who God is. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelly and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784